Welcome, adventurers. Here's what happened last time on the Incorrigible Party. Our party finally reunites in the Keep's library, but only briefly. Just long enough to discuss searching Alamar's study for a hidden passageway, before splitting up once more. This time, Shakara and Shaft pair up, leaving Falzern and Mia to wait in the library. Giving these freshly formed duos time to confide in one another and attempt to make sense of what the other has learned, and possibly reveal what some already know. And now, on with the show. Alright, Mia, are you ready? This is it's, its probably going to be a little bit weird, but just remember, we can still be heard, but no one can see us, so try and be sneaky. Okay, I'll try. I mutter some incantations, wave my hands around, and poof, we both go invisible. And then I say, so, we're going to have to whisper to each other so we know, I mean, you can hold on to my robes if you want, and I'll lead the way, but... I think we should we should try and avoid the the more heavily populated areas of this place and, and make as direct a path as we can to Alamar's room. You want me to hold your robe? Well just just grab on near my elbow here and I kinda reach out and, and find her hand and, and put my robes in it. Just so we, you know, don't bump into each other. And Falzern can't see, but Mia's just like uh like just two fingers reach out and like Okay, fine. And, like, touch his robe. Falzer and cleans his robes at least once a week, okay? Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you can uh, make your way down kind of the out- this outer perimeter hallway, right, that-, that loops around the ballroom without needing to pass directly through it. And, again, you hit the hit the kind of T-junction where-, where the restrooms are and are able to take the western passageway. And... Could you make me a stealth check? As you enter into that western passageway, you both still see Isabella's bodyguards flanking the the, the door to her guest room still. Now, I get advantage, but Mia doesn't, right? Because she has armor on? That's correct, yeah. 21 for Mia. That is a nat 20, baby. Uh, 15 for Falzern. And you very easily slip by. Neither of these bodyguards seem to make any movement at all it doesn't appear that they noticed any type of presence invisible or otherwise passing by them and you continue north um you would you want to go right directly to alomar's office right you're not making any stops anywhere you want to just i think so yeah that i want to make as much i don't know what i'm going to run into once i open up this secret passageway so i want to have as much time on the invisibility spell as possible that totally makes sense absolutely okay yeah and you get up to the double doors of his study, and you throw them open. Well, let's... Quietly? I quietly <laughs> No, you give it a boot, Mia. <laughs> Mia kicks them right open. smashes her hammer into it. So let's uh, rewind a little bit back to Shakara and Shaft. The two of you have just entered this secret passageway, about to descend the staircase leading down. And Shakara, you have a lit torch in hand. I do. And before I start down, I want to open my divine sense and see if I can sense any um, undead or anything, any evil or whatever. You do not detect anything. As you see, uh, just kind of on the outskirts of your torchlight, casting, you know, the, the 20 uh, light and then another 20 of dim you see that 
this short little hallway does take a left around a corner. Uh, so that could possibly be something that may be interrupting any type of this sense that you are, are putting out. Okay. I'm going to look on the wall. Is there a way that we can shut the bookcase up? Yes, you see there's a, a lever that you can activate about five feet into this secret passage. I'm going to shut it and go, hey, if he comes back in, he's going to know somebody's down here if the bookcase is open. Good thinking, Shaft. And that soft grind closes the shelf. Okay. Uh, lead the way. Okay, I will walk down the hall to the corner and peek around the edge. And you see a double door closed another 20 feet down this hallway. Shaft, are you ready for me to open this door? Yeah, go ahead. I pull my rapier out. Okay, I'll try and open the door. As you step around this corner, could you both make me a dexterity saving throw, please? Ah, crap. 19. 16. Around you, kind of originating from basically the uh, a point in the floor at this corner, kind of this ball of, of acid erupts out of it. Look out! So this explosion deals 39 acid damage to you both, <sighs> but, you, but you did save. Sorry, I misspoke. You save, so uh, you do take half of that. Uh, which would be 19. You both take 19 acid damage. All right. I'm going to jump back into the hallway and go, Hey, I. this is probably not a good idea. This is this guy's a you know high-level magic user-type wizard guy. I'm sure whatever he's got in here, he's protecting pretty seriously, obviously. So maybe we need somebody else to, to be with us. Somebody who can te- detect traps and... And things I can't do that. You cannot disarm traps. I, I can I can screw around with it, but uh, look at my hands and my. Obviously, I didn't know that one was there, so I'm I'm not gonna take any more risk. God, this burns. I'm gonna reach out and steady, and I'll put my hand on you, and I will lay on hands. Uh, I'll give you ten back. Okay. And I will give 10 to myself as well. You know, what might be a better idea is if we go back and find Falzrin. Maybe he can help us. Help us how? Well, maybe what we can do is have him cast some kind of a spell on us where we can't be seen. And then next time Alamar's in his office, we can follow him down here. Surely he would still hear us. Oh, yeah, you had to be quiet. I am not the most quiet. I I mean, if you want to try to go up there and open those doors again, be my guest. So but... was it as, as, as soon as I walked around the corner, the acid bomb went off? That's right. I want to, without going around the corner, investigate the floor and see if there's any obvious trigger. Sure, you can do an investigation. I'll do the same. Okay. I must have gotten some acid in my eye. I really don't see very well right now. <laughs> investigation of a 13. Neither of you see any type of triggering mechanism on the stone floor beneath you. You may be right. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to do this alone. Let's go see if we can get some help. Or 
I mean, obviously he's hiding something, right? Yes, that is quite obvious. He does not want anybody down here. Could you both make me a perception check, please? Three? Uh, fifteen. Chap, you hear a faint moaning sound coming from the other side of the door. Uh, does it sound like humanoid? It sounds kind of, uh, a little guttural, but very monotone and, and uh, zero inflection to it. Just kind of a, a monotonous drone. Hmm. Very, very soft, though. Difficult to, to pick up over your, your hushed-as-it-is conversation. And, of course, the, the closed doors muffling any additional sound from the room ahead of you. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to mention that. I'm just going to say, let's get out of here before he comes back. All right. We, we maybe can find a different way in. Or a way past the acid. So I go back up and open the door to get out. Okay, you retreat to the stairs. Yep. And the case slides open again, triggering the same lever, and you see the doors to Alamar's office kicked open, with apparently nobody there having opened it. I shut the the bookcase up again. (laughs) And I look back at her and go, get ready, somebody's coming. And I pull my rapiers out. I'll pull my sword out. I am ready. Falzerin and Mia, you get into Alamar's study in time to see a bookshelf sliding shut. The flicker of a torchlight behind it, but unsure of anything else. Falzerin, did you see that? Yeah. Could you see anyone behind there? Did it look like Alamar? I don't know. (laughs) Freaking disaster. (laughs) <laughs> I'm listening at the uh, I'm listening at the other side of the bookcase to see if I hear anything. Can we hear them talking? Could uh, could Mia and Falzerin make a stealth check and Shakara and Shaft can make a perception check. Contested, please. 10 for Falzi. 11 for Shakara. 14. 3 for Mia. Shakara and Shaft, yes, you do hear hushed and familiar voices of Mia and Falzerin on the other side of this bookcase. Okay, I'll go. Ah, damn it. It's it's the other two. And I put my rapiers away, and I open the door back up. I put my sword away, and I say, didn't... we were just going to go find them, weren't we? It is fortuitous that they found us. Yeah, so I open the door, what do I see? The two of you step into an empty room. Where are they? I heard them. Hey, Shikara, Chef. Oh, shit. Mia, where it, are you? It's okay. We're invisible. Oh, well, good. I'm glad you're here. Let's get back in here. Let's shut the door. Shut the bookcase what up. What the? Okay. Ow. Yeah, so I I scurry, yeah, scurry s- over and fall in there. Yeah, and uh, Shikara, you kind of feel a bump as Falzerin <laughs> slips past you and Mia. <laughs> and uh, the four of you can get in. Uh, imagine the invisible people will confirm that they are, in fact, in. And <laughs> you can close this bookshelf one more time. <laughs> uh, I, w- I was going to ask or I was going to hear a scream either way. <laughs> so, I, shut, I shut the bookcase up. I go, all right, okay, here's what we got to do. What'd you guys find? Acid. There's uh, there's traps around here. Falzerin, you got that, that special 
thing, right? That can find the traps and uh, stuff. I can use my wand of secrets to to see if that helps us out at all. Yeah, let's see if you can use that. Let's see what we, see if we can get. Now, don't just don't walk around the corner very quickly. Don't go around the corner at all. How far did you make it before you hit a trap? To the corner. <laughs> I, I'll walk down in front and I'll go. You can walk to right about here, but I wouldn't go any further. So I pull my uh, wand of secrets out. It has three charges per day, right? That's correct. So I'm going to go just up, just to the corner and kind of activate it just around the corner, hoping that I can get a little bit down past the corner into the next hallway after it bends. Okay. And Felsern, as you approach the corner, you kind of see the, the stone beneath you is kind of pitted and you, there's kind of an acrid smell in the air. And your one of secrets reveals nothing within a 30-foot radius of you. All right, guys. We, we've got a little bit of ways we can go ahead, and, and it should be safe. About 30 whoa, feet. Whoa, whoa, wait. After you. It's not safe. Well, it, it, it says there's, you know, this is not detecting any traps within 30 feet. How about magical traps? Does it, does it detect magical traps? If a secret door or trap is within 30 feet of you, the wand pulses and points at the one nearest to you. But not magical wards or things of such. It doesn't specify. So I will say that, uh, yeah, any, anything that would be considered to be a trap, even if it was magical, the wand would, would detect. Beautiful. All right. Well, maybe it was a one-time deal. Yeah, I'll, I'll lead the way here and... Once we're getting close, to, well, we'll see what's up ahead, I guess, and, and take it one step at a time. Well, you let me know where you are, because I can't see you. All right. You can you can hold on to my robe here, just, just at my arm. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> He's really weird about the robe, Shaq. It's, it's just practical. Okay, so I'm going to venture forward, looking carefully around as I go, uh, but with some confidence that there's not going to be any traps. Yeah, and as you, as you turn the corner, you see uh, 20 feet in front of you uh, a large double door that is closed. Well, guys, um, I guess we go through and see what's on the other side. Go ahead. So I, I reach forward to see if the door is unlocked. It does open. And, of course, <laughs> the three of you see nothing opening <laughs> this door. <laughs> <laughs> so the... the the door opens where we can see in. So this door swings toward, back towards you, like in, not into the room, but into the hallway itself. And uh, yeah, so it falls on you fully open it. Yeah. Yeah, I will. Like cautiously and, and as quietly as I can, but... Because you're invisible. I mean, they'll just see shafts, so... And all of you, uh, I imagine, kind of crowding up at the, what, at the threshold of this room, looking into it. You see, it's about a, a square room, at the very back of it, there looks like what's what what seems to be a line of, of cells, uh, four distinct cells with iron bars uh, enclosing kind of the, the uh, separated by these concrete walls, and in each of them houses a zombie. And f these aren't like like they're not. It's not like a, a drowned zombie. It's what would what certainly Mia would recognize. Immediately, right, as as just being a, a standard raised person. Okay, so they so they don't look like um, Isabella's stitched together 
Nope, they certainly do not look like a flesh golem. They look like literally if you, like especially Falzern, of course, you would also recognize. Literally, if you had cast the raise dead spell okay. on a humanoid, that's what this, your regular, <laughs> regular uh, run-of-the-mill Run zombie. zombie. <laughs> this sort of magic is, is something that I would expect Alamar to... To no, it's, it's necromancy. It's one of the many schools that okay. is taught, and yeah, so it's not out of the or out of the question for him to know some necromancy stuff and to uh, and not to at all. No. Okay. So I'm gonna stop everybody and go. Hey, wait, stop. Earlier, when we were invisible, Falzerin, I overheard something about this room. There are blink dogs in here protecting this place. There are what? Blink dogs. Blink dogs. Pretty nasty. We're not invisible. Can you turn us all invisible? Um, before I do that, can I make a knowledge or history or whatever sort of checks applicable to find it if I know what blink dogs are? Yeah, I mean, you could only do a, a nature check if, if you'd like. 13 for Falzer. 14, Chikara. Uh, 13. 14 for Mia. Yeah, I mean, you all uh, are familiar with this type of beast. It is basically a standard watchdog but they do have the ability to teleport and do they have any special ability like for perception or detecting magic or anything like that not that you're aware of can you make us all invisible wouldn't they still hear us and smell us hold on there could be more traps now that we open the door get your wand out yeah oh let's all take a quick step back so that we're not i want to put some distance between us and these things and let's think about this so I'm gonna I'm gonna start backing up, and I hope that the people behind me do as well, so that I don't trip over them. Well, I I can I can cast our, the spell that makes us a little more sneaky, sneaky. But I'm only gonna do that if you can make us all invisible. Yeah, I I can. It, it's using up some precious resources for me to do it, but can you make them not smell us? Don't dogs have a keen sense of smell? That's that's my concern. Um, but if, if they don't see us, they can't attack us. Well, a dog's sense of smell is is pretty powerful. I can't believe I'm agreeing with Falzerin. Trust me on this. We'll be all right. You're going to need to cast your spell before I cast invisibility on you, or it'll break my invisibility spell. Yeah, I think we've uh, if we've learned nothing, we know the order in which to cast spells. <laughs> I, I will remind you, Falzerin, currently being invisible... To cast invisible again, invisibility again on Shakara and Shaft would break your and Mia's invisibility. Why don't Shaft and I wait here and Mia and Falls and investigate the room? Shaft, what what sort of how much reach does your your ability to make us stealthy have? About thirty feet away from me. Could all of you as you're having this conversation make stealth checks for me, please? Yeah, we're talking a whole lot here. Mia wants action. It's a natural action. 20 for Falzerin. 18, and that's with my disadvantage. 26. 18 for Mia. Had a girl, Mia. As as the four of you are having this whispered conversation, obviously the, the source of the moaning that Shaft had heard very clearly originating from these zombies as that low, kind of monotonous tone is permeating the room itself. And in, in addition to, to the cells at the very back, uh, you see in one at one side of the room is a, a pile of four packs, like traveling packs. 
And on the other side, the opposite side of the room is a, is a fairly large uh, bookshelf, which uh, this one actually doesn't contain any books, but it does have seem to have a, a bunch of trinkets on it. Uh, there's a few amulets, uh, a porcelain urn, there's a crystal bottle, and on the very bottom shelf there are three metal scroll cases, along with uh, a, an assortment of an assortment of fine inks and, and parchments, uh, additional spell components as well. McLaren's finest. McLaren's finest. You can bet your bottom dollar that it is. <laughs> I wanted books, dang it. <laughs> and so, and on the on the the north end, right, right, uh, at basically the threshold, kind of along this wall, to either side of it, there is uh, a, an opening that looks like to, to lead into another room as well. On both on both sides. So there are two additional ways uh, out of this main room. Yeah. So what I overheard was we're gonna we we need to go right. We need to go down that that longer hallway, and there's, it's it's like a, a a private room, is all they said. Okay. A private room. What are we looking for? A library, right? Yeah, but that might be where the library is. So who would, if we find the library, who will be able to do something with the books? Falzerin. Yeah, cause he's got his bag. Who else wants to go? If I go with him... Well, I can go. I'm invisible. Yeah, I know, but I can keep everybody quiet, too, so... I can read many languages. Well, here's the question. Do you think we can all take a few a few steps into this room and stay far enough away from these dogs that we can make it to the right down this passage? Why don't the two of you who are already invisible go and check it out? Be really quiet. And then come back and get us if you find something that is as... as of interest. Shaft, if you can give us a bit of extra help with our stealths to at least get us through this room, that'd be great. I'll I'll pass I'll cast pass without a trace, so that'll be good up to thirty feet away from me. So that should get us over to the right hand side of the room, right? Gets us right there if we pass. Yeah. So are you hugging kind of this wall, right, to get through this narrow it's a like yes. five foot yeah. hallway. Mm-hmm. And yeah, could you both make me Stealth checks. Uh, right to the end, you are benefiting from the pass without a trace. Yeah, you get plus 10. So a 26 for Falzern. Sorry, 25. 15 for Mia. And I'm going to be getting ready to use my Wand of Secrets. As you pass, uh, immediately step into this hallway, d- right directly to your left. It does open up into what looks like some type of kennel. The floor is kind of lined with hay. And there are three dogs in here. They appear to be asleep. One of them is kind of giving a, his hind leg a, a bit of a kick, spasm as it appears to be dreaming oh, of something. Cute. I can't talk to you right now, Falzer, and so I don't know what you want me to do. So I would assume, you know, one of us is leading and the other is holding on to their arm or something so that we don't bump into each other and make a bunch of noise. I think I'll use my wand of secrets again when we get close to the corner. Do you peer? You peer around it. Well, based on based on seeing that 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 corrosive area was right at the corner, I'm I'm thinking. Okay, yeah. so you pop the wand. You pop the wand, and uh, the wand does not reveal anything. And as you round the corner, you can both with your dark vision because it is pitch black. I will remind you, and there are no light sources, uh, other than of course Shakara's torch, which you are far out of its reach by now. 
you see right to the end of this about 50-ish foot hallway, there does appear to be a stack of books, and it opens up into a, another larger room. Okay. So I'm going to keep walking towards that. Are you, you're behind me. Are you pushing me? Because I'm not, I'm like afraid to whisper to you right now. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a, a very gentle nudge to go, to go ahead. Okay. So I keep going. And where do you want me to stop, Falsern? Just at the 30 foot um, edge of, of where the water is. Oh, we're way out of 30 feet. Like that turning the corner is 30 feet. Right about where you you creep up to where the wand would have would have had its effect as Falzern kind of gives you a tug to stop. So you know where you ventured halfway about down this hallway. You know for sure is clear of traps. Uh, can I make a perception check check to um, see if anything looks out of sorts, out of the ordinary, or suspicious? Yeah, like what exactly where you? It might be an investigation. Like what exactly are you like on the walls and the floor kind of thing? Yeah, basically just scanning the the next. You know, like ten feet. Uh, okay, 20 yeah, feet. you can both make an investigation if you like. It's a nine. Four. Doesn't appear to be anything but the the stone beneath you, and of course the the stone walls. Uh, they they look like they've been roughly carved. Uh, it's not like it's a smooth, paved surface or anything, but doesn't seem to be any type of triggering mechanisms or anything like that. I'd like to hang on to the last charge of the Wander Secret, so I think I'm just gonna carry on um i guess with mia still in front of me if mia's uh mia's gonna start inching forward so you can feel whatever you're holding on to right my hammer my hammer move forward and you inch all the way to the this stack here i want to very stealthily go all the way to the edge of the stack okay yeah, yeah you can both roll me another stealth check 14 for falzern Oh, uh, actually, 24. Well, no, we're outside of the range now, right? Yes, you are, yeah. Okay. 16 for Mia. You make it to the opening of another uh, kind of smaller room. It's more uh, elongated in, in its rectangular shape. And there are four tall, like seven-foot-tall stacks of, of books here. And you can kind of just see the edge at the very end of it uh, of a desk at the way back of, uh, of this room. From where you are standing, that doesn't look like there is any other exit or entrance to this room. Do I think that we're far enough away from those dogs now that we've walked all the way down this hallway that I could whisper and they wouldn't hear me? Yeah, you, you, you could. I mean, you also realize, like, the four of you had that conversation at the threshold into the main room, and you didn't wake them up either, so... Okay, so, Mia, why don't, since... I don't have this heavy armor on that you have, and it's easier for me to sneak. Why don't you just stay here? I'll go get. I'll go back and get the others and bring them, so that we can all look at these books and see what we can investigate. Are you sure here. we need the others? Just put them all in your bag. You think that's a good idea? I don't know. Do you think they'll know we're here if we take books? Probably, but will they know we're here if we don't take books? Probably. I was thinking maybe with all of us on on this task at once we could scan through these bookshelves relatively quickly and and perhaps something stands out and we can look at it read it put it back (sighs) okay i mean i i've been spending all night in the library it's not a quick process well i know but this is significantly smaller (laughs) than the great library they have terrible organization in heracleon my concern is that we don't know as much as i don't like alamar we don't know whether he's 
on the side of good or not. And if, if he is on the side of good, I don't... Well, I mean, either way, I don't really want him knowing that... Or him having any suspicion that we've been sneaking around in here. If he happens to put two and two together and trace it back to us. Well, those two are deciding what to do. I'm going to go back up to the, where the door is, and I'm going to cast Alarm. I was about to, I was about to tell Falzerin, tell Shaft to cast Alarm before he comes in here. That's what I was about to say. So what, uh, what is the, the, the trigger? Are you making like a, a noise inside your head or a bell? Yeah, it'll be a trigger inside my head, a noise, and it's if the bookcase opens, of course, or anything moves in that area. Then I'll go back to Shakara and I'll go, look, if you can move nice and slow, I think with uh, with my spell, we ought to be able to sneaky, sneaky over that way. I can't see them, but I'm assuming they've they've made it away down there. I don't hear them either. Okay. You said there are dogs in here, so I should probably put out my torch. Probably not a bad idea. May I hold on to your arm? Yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go nice and slow, okay? All right. Put out the torch. Okay. Um, can I ask Shakara one quick question? Is uh, what is? How does she feel about these undead? Um, it's not good that he has undead locked up. But like Shaft said, for the greater good, there are sometimes things we need to ignore. There you go. All right, good. Okay. It's, but that is definitely a mark in, in, uh, on the bad side for Alamar. <laughs> I'll say to her, uh, if we find anything, best to leave it where it is. We don't want him to know we've been down here. Exactly. Let's go. Um, so are you both kind of, again, sticking to the to the wall just to get down this yes. hallway? Yeah, and I, I sort of look around the corner there to make sure, see what I see in the, the dog's... Yeah, and as you approach, you can kind of hear the soft snoring a bit from these animals. And you can both make me a stealth check, okay. please. And uh, let's see, I get advantage. Right, and Shakara, don't forget, you're still you're under the effects of passive without a trace. Fortunately, that's a 20. 21. Okay, that's good. You are both able to edge past these uh, sleeping dogs and let them lie. As you hit, hit this corner and you both... Well, I suppose Shakara doesn't see anything. So Shakara, all you hear is these beasts snoring and sleeping. But Shaft can see in his with his goggles on to the end of this hallway, and the uh, a large bookshelf right at the end of it. Hey, I think uh, I think we might have. Uh, hey, there's Fal. Uh, no, I can't see Falzer. <laughs> there's Falzer's token. <laughs> all right, I'll just uh, I'll just continue to walk down the. On the hallway, I go, hey, I think this is where we're, this is a place we were looking for. All right, so I, I had turned around and was going to make my way back. So as soon as I see them, I will, I will just keep my mouth shut and turn around and head back down to rejoin Mia in, in this room at the bookshelves. Okay. And so as that happened, Mia, you continued into this, this, uh, hidden library yes. area? I went to the desk. Okay. So on this desk you see there are three open books on it. One of which is titled Surreptitious Practices of the Devout. The other is titled Gods and Their Machinations. And this one in specifically is written in Celestial. 
And the third, it looks like uh, a small, much smaller than these two uh, previous books, uh, a small leather-bound book that looks more like a journal. And there are, uh, it's, it's again, opens to what looks like two entries uh, written in Elvish. Which, uh, which one of these would you like to, to inspect first? I'm immediately drawn to the one that's in Celestial. Gods and their machinations. You, you see, and of course you're able to read this language, it's opened to a section about Thor. Uh, and, and this is actually a text that you are familiar with. Like you, you would have had this and, and read this in Beric. Uh, it's opened to the tale, uh, again, a, a, a story you are wholly familiar with. But it speaks of Thor's wife, the goddess of wind, Talena, and their oldest son, Talos, god of storms. Kind of outlining a, a brief passage of this just treachery against Thor by his wife and his eldest son, Talos. After a failed attempt to usurp Thor's power uh, for Tal- Talos to take his godly title, Thor, of course, was able to prevent this. If I know this story, I would be like, huh, that's weird, it's open to Thor, and then move on, because I know the story. And then I move over to the surreptitious practices. Because I can't read Elvish, so... Uh, so the surreptitious practices of the devout, while the title itself isn't common, this particular passage is actually in Sylvan. Hmm. And it's kind of about this time where the rest of the party would be hitting the entrance into this library. So I would, I would, um, I would take a few steps in and whisper, Mia, Mia, where are you? I'm over here by the desk. And that way, you know, Shaft and Shakara can kind of hear me and, and have a rough idea where I am. And then I'll, I'll walk over to uh, where Mia is. Okay, I'll say to Shakara, hey. I don't see anybody in here. If you want to light up a torch, you ought to be okay. So you can see, I think this is the library. All right, I shall. I think you're fine to do that, Shakara. There doesn't seem to be anyone in here other than us. Okay, I'll light back up my torch. And I'd like to walk over to uh, where I heard Mia's voice and ask her, what, what, are you, what have you found? What's here? Yeah, I'm going to walk over there too. Yeah, come over here, guys. Um, I don't... First of all, this is weird. Uh, there's a book about Thor, and I'm pretty familiar with this, Gods and Their Machinations. It's in, it's in Celestial, so I don't expect you guys are proficient in that, but it was open to a passage about Thor. I That's more than coincidence to me. Someone is... Someone knows I'm with you guys. I... I don't know. And look at this. This is in Sylvan. I can't I can't read Sylvan. I can read it. This looks like a journal entry in Elvish. I don't I don't speak Elvish either. I can read that as well. You did tell I mean this is Alamar's room. He knows you are here. He knows you are a Thor worshipper. Yeah, he's looking you up. Yeah, he made made fun of Thor plenty to be having lots of books on him. Jeez. Well, it's pretty obvious these books are not, I don't know, legal. Yeah, this is the uh, private stash, eh? Well, Falzern, you said something to me about, you know, that certain books and magical things are not to be, uh, are not out in the open, right? Yeah, there's, there's a, 
there's a decent amount of of knowledge that's kind of shunned and just not talked about and not welcome here due in part to people like Alamar. So I'll take the book and I, I uh, assume I'm taking the surreptitious one. Is that what you go for first? Yeah. Yeah, and with your with your hands on it, you're able to read it, right? That's how the spell works? Correct. Okay. You immediately recognize that this is a ritual uh, and it does mention the name Quailakina. Of course, written in Sylvan. It's opened to a section that, to one side of this book, has a picture of a long, six-stemmed or six-petaled flower, and it is labeled as the snow bloom. And it outlines basically what everyone but Mia saw occurring in the cave under the lake. How it mentions the sacrifices and. Uh, it uses the, the snow bloom as the catalyst uh, in addition to the sacrificial creature and creatures, in, which would mean the, the, like the squid creature, the, the aquatic creature, and the actual uh, sacrifice itself to, to create this mixture uh, that will basically... It doesn't mention anything about uh, awakening or... Or really, like creating it, it distinctly mentions this Kralakina being reborn. And the very last passage of this says, The matron's vessel will birth the god once more. You also see that this appears to be the first part of a two part ritual. And as you flip the page to look for the second part, you see that it's been removed. There are the leftovers of, of a torn page from this book. What's it say? What's it say, Shakara? It describes exactly what we saw in the cave, Shaft and Falzerin. It describes the rebirth of Kralakina. Interesting. So you think after you guys told him what was, I mean, told him what was going on, he came down and was researching to find out if there's any truth behind it. Or do you think he's part of it? Falzerin, read his journal. There is good news and bad news. Uh Uh-oh. The good news is there's still a second part that needs to be performed that as far as we are aware, has not happened yet. Great. We can stop it. Well, Kralakina's already here. What second part is there? That is part of the bad news. I do not know that information has been removed. Great. Of course it has. Well, that's a bit suspicious. I mean, I think... I agree. Is he reading up on this to learn about it because we've he's heard about it now that we're here or has he been studying this because he's part of it that's the question I don't think we need we shouldn't make any rash decisions or our actions without the full picture yet read his journal Falzer and look it looks like a journal there is one last bit of information that Shakara uncovers from this uh, section of this book and it is pertain directly to Kralakina, 
just very brief passage that states that Kralakina centuries ago was imprisoned in the depths of the elemental plane of water by Thor. Oof. And through your Triton research, Shakara, you do know that that is where the Tritons hail from. Falzarin? The Tritons are from the elemental plane of water, correct? Yes, they are. Kralakina was imprisoned there. And I'll look at Mia. By Thor. Well, I'll look at where I assume Mia is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would I have known that? Mia, you've never heard the name Kralakina before joining up for this party. Yeah, okay. Well, this is, wow. this is one of the reasons why I, I think it's really important that I am able to contact the Tritons, because they exist. This is their purpose, to protect the material plane from threats like this. You think? Yes, to the best of my knowledge, that that's... <laughs> Someone please read Alamar's journal. I'll grab it from her. And I'll start reading it. I'm just so impatient after finally finding all these I books. I said I, I would knew read it. There. Just chill. I got it now. So it is, it is open to what looks like two distinct entries. Kind of just quickly looking past the, the last one, the, the rest of the pages in this book are blank, have yet to be filled in. The second to last entry reads as follows. The ceremony of night fast approaches. The elixir is nearly complete. I anticipate the next batch to be perfected. Figuring out the proper list of ingredients was challenging, but the others were well worth the sacrifice. Between their collected knowledge and the few missing items revealed by Isabella, assembling them went quickly. Other than the more unsavory ones, anyways. But assembling them in the correct amounts and concentration has proven to be much more difficult than I anticipated. I shall need to choose my phylactery wisely, but there is time for that yet. I fear Geneva has discovered my play for immortality. I know she has been slinking around my study. If I miss the omen moon, it will be centuries before another perfect opportunity arises. I am running out of patience and time. Luckily, I have discovered another option. When I am close to unlocking, this Kralakina entity appears to have achieved a means to return to the material plane, manifesting in a new body. This creature's origins are difficult to uncover. All of my research is proof for naught, but the ritual seems simple enough, though I am still mystified by the meaning of the last passage. And the last entry, very brief. It reads... An unforeseen complication has arisen. If what Brightwood and the Dragonborn say is true, then I no longer have the luxury of waiting for the perfect moment. The ceremony must be performed. Tomorrow night. Is there any kind of date on it? Nope, it doesn't appear these passages are dated but at we all. But this is the same day in which we told him that, so tomorrow night would be tomorrow night. Yeah. Are you reading it out loud to us, or are you only sharing parts of I think that? I would read it out loud. He was aware of Kralakina before our warning. I knew that guy was slimy. Sounds like we need to talk to Geneva. Isabella said to me that Erica, she believes, is still alive. If Kralakina was reborn in a new body, and we believed Erica 
gone. Mayhaps Erica is the new body for Cray Lakina? Uh, that's a lot to take in. I don't, I don't know. You were right, Falzerin. Isabella is helping Alamar in this evil. She's not to be trusted. I was fooled. Hey, let's, let's snatch the journal, get the hell out of here, and go talk to Geneva. I wonder where the last passage is. We need that last passage. If he is performing the ceremony tomorrow night, he probably has it on him. You're right. Yeah, I think I think this is I think that's the plan. We've got evidence now that's pretty damning for Alamar, so whether he finds out that that we've taken this journal or not, it's a moot point. We've we've got twenty four hours maybe or less to deal with him. So let's take this journal and it's it's some evidence we can present to Geneva and, and maybe others who who might be on our side. Balzerin, can you roll an arcana check for me, please? 25. You know immediately from a few, picking up a few keywords that Shakar reads aloud, the word phylactery and just a mention of this elixir, you know for sure alludes to becoming a lich. A very powerful undead mage, zombie, basically. Immortal, even. One would say immortal. I don't know how much the rest of you know um, or were able to glean from reading this, but from my studies, this is bad. It looks like Alamar intends to become immortal via becoming a lich. This is... There's nothing good about this. A lich? Hmm. He said the elixir's nearly complete. If he's able to successfully... This is... Okay, let's look for books on liches. Are there any books in here on liches? Come on, there's a whole private collection. I want to look around and start looking on the shelves for liches. I would have thought that becoming a lich would be very against tradition. As would I, Shakara. This is... I have always had a bad feeling about Alamar, and I think my suspicions were were in the right place because he is not what he seems. No. He preaches about sticking to tradition and shunning these other types of magic, yet here we have this evidence that he's not practicing anything that he's preaching. Well, I think we're all on the same page here, what we have to do, right? Look through these books. Steal all the books. I mean... Let's all speak all at once. Three of us said something. All three of us said something. I love it when we time. complete each other's sandwiches. <laughs> I, I I would say one thing we all agree on: if he catches us here, we're probably going to have a big problem. We're blink dog meat. We we should probably get out of here as quickly as possible. I, if you if we want to take a very quick look to see about any books we can find on liches, I, I'm all right with that. But we need to make this quick. Agreed. How much longer are we invisible, Falzerin? Benevolent that's DM. Really a question. You probably yeah, have another thirty minutes, I would say. And it has not been very long. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, what is everyone wanting to do? Mia, you want to roam the shelves. Falzerin, you want to help that as well. Yeah. Is there any? Is there anything we've looked over that we didn't survey on on his? Not desk on the here? desk. Like, no. Not on the desk. Yeah. I'm. I'm just gonna. You know. 
it's not going to be a great job of surveying this this room here, but I'm going to look. I'm going to help Mia look for anything that pertains to liches and you know anything else that might stand out. My first priority is liches. Second priority is Kraken stuff. Third priority is deep science stuff. Fourth oh. priority is if yeah. I saw something that said Neogi, I wouldn't pass it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think we'd all just sort of <laughs> take ten minutes, divide and conquer with what yeah. we what languages we know and can read. You know, it's going to be uh, just uh, dig through this as quick as possible. And I will be doing it here at the last row of books here and continually looking down going, okay, we about ready? And then I'll wait for a minute and then do the same thing again. <laughs> and sorry, so to clear up with what what's happening with these books on the desk, Shakari, you didn't want to look at the God one, uh, or, are you, or did you? Uh, no. Is someone taking Alamar's journal? Yes. I would assume Falzerin took it, but if not, I would take it. You know what? At this point, if you're taking books, I'll take the book that's uh, about Thor. I guess the gig is up, yeah. He's going to know we've been here. I mean, the important thing is we take this journal to... uh... Yeah, it's evidence. I'll take the Celestial book, just because maybe there's something else to it that I never realized now that I know the Kraken was banned by Thor. Mia, as you pick up gods and their machinations and you, and you like close it to put it into your pack you notice once it's closed that there's very clearly uh, a page that's been like dog marked like earmarked in it okay um i open up to that page you open up to what again something you're familiar with but it's just basically a, a lineage like a family tree of thor you see there are three branches that extend from thor and telena his wife from their names one for each of their children, Talos, Bios, and Exna. But you see there's been something added to this book, very clearly hand-drawn in. There's an additional link. Two more, in fact. Two more branches connect, connecting into one, denoting another birth. And you see the branches, they end at a, long, a lone question mark. The names in which they originate from are Telena and Talos. Wait a second. Mom and son? Okay. Nasty. Oedipus complex much? You know I don't speak Greek. <laughs> okay, so I'm definitely taking this book with me. Okay, good. <laughs> Could each of you roll a uh, uh, a quick perception as you're perusing... Actually, you know what? Make an investigation as you're perusing these shelves. Four. Seventeen for Falzern. Are you golfing, John? <laughs> 15. He's looking for anybody coming after us. 10. As you're quickly skimming some of these spines and, and looking for names in which, like John said, ones you can read. But of course, Shakara, kind of tracing her finger along all of them, would be able to pick up any differing languages other than the ones she natively speaks. And Shakara, you, you find, you get to a section uh, where you find a set of manuals of golem you see one of clay one of iron one of stone and there's a very clear section where where a book is missing from next to them as well appears to be a missing volume a fleshy absence (laughs) and mia you find one that kind of sticks out to you especially uh, pertaining to the neogi 
and what you've already kind of looked into and tangentially uh, touched on in the Knowledge Center. You find a book titled The Cosmology of the Prime Material Plane. We've hit the mother load here, folks. I knew he had them. And falls in with, with your, your, your higher investigation. You actually find two volumes that kind of stick out to you. One, with, one is titled Pax and Worship, and the second is titled Notable Beings of the Cosmos. Better be a deep cyan detector. So I think uh, Falzerin thinks that both of those might have some useful information. I mean, he's not going to take time to leaf through them right now. He's just going to snag them, throw them in the bag of holding, and carry on. And if there's nothing else he sees that, that might be relevant, it's time to get out of here. Falzerin. Yeah, what, what's going on, Mia? Did you find anything? I can't. I found two books I really want to take with me. Can I put them in your bag? Because I'm already clunky in my armor as it is. I know you can't see me, but they're hard to hold. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Just so I, I obviously can see the books, I'll go over and grab them from her. You can see the books and I can see... Can I see your bag? I don't know. But No, but you'll see the books disappear funny to imagine. when they go Ooh, into the bag. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. I knew Alamar was a jerk. Anybody else find anything that that sticks out and looks interesting. If not, I think we should get out of here. Yeah, you guys done checking stuff out? Let's go. I'm done with my section. Checking it out of the library for good, not paying the late fees. And just kind of judging by some of the other titles, you don't, uh, again, at just kind of the surface glance, you don't see anything by the title that immediately jumps out to you as being uh, specifically about Krakens or Deep Scions or, or even Liches. Uh, so, yeah, if you were to maybe take some more time, you, you might be able to find something, but strictly from the, the spines and the titles, you don't see anything that kind of catches your eye as pertaining to those three topics. Yeah, I think as tempting as it is, to, there's probably lots of really interesting knowledge here, and Falzer and his really would like to spend a couple days, but it, we, we can't risk it. We may be able to come back at a later date. That's true. I, I'm able to get my ability to cast invisibility again tomorrow but we've we've got a ticking clock here now yes. yeah i think we've got business to do tomorrow yes let's go okay i'll head on up sneaky sneaky like uh you want to put out that torch yes let me hold on to your arm again torch is out Okay, I imagine we're kind of making a, a half-invisible conga line here with Shaft leading <laughs> yeah. the way. Everyone's still under the effects of his Bass Without Trace as well. So when you kind of round this corner and get this this kennel, uh, you can all make me a stealth check, please. 28 for Falzern. 24. 21. 21. Great. Okay, yeah, you can sneak past uh, the, the kennel fine. He's sticking in single file here. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and then uh, we'll get get to there uh, uh, right by the door, and I'll look at Falzerin, and I'll point over at the bookshelf and down towards the bottom shelf and go and make a little scroll. Unfurling motion. I'm not, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to go three. There was other stuff on that shelf, too. I forget what he said. Yeah. So I will very quietly and sneakily... Um, go over to the shelf and take a quick look at it. And I see, I think he said it was three scroll cases. As you step into the middle of the room, a bell begins to ring. And Shaft, you immediately recognize this as having tripped an alarm spell. Only Shaft hears this, this right? This is in my head, right? <laughs> in his head. Nope. Oh, shit. I go, 
here now. And I take off towards the door. And the blink dogs immediately teleport into this room, and we can roll initiative. Oh, you were so close. You were so close. God damn it. And that's our show. If you're not already, be sure to follow us at IncorrigibleParr on Twitter, IncorrigibleParty on Instagram and Facebook, and you can go to IncorrigibleParty.com for world lore and PC information, and we've recently started adding some maps there as well. Incorrigible Party is generously sponsored and made possible by Critical Hit Design. For any of your design needs, visit criticalhitdesign.com. All ambient sound and music is provided by Tabletop Audio, and our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. You can reach him at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. Happy adventuring!